Welcome back to Working Girls. I'm Trinity the Tuck. And I'm Ginger the Glamour Toad Minch. Welcome back to our weekly podcast where us two working girls talk to a whole bunch of good old fashioned working people. Yeah, well, today I'm super excited. I uh, love music. Yeah. That's a huge part of what we do. Mm-hmm. Our guest today is all about music. So tell me what, what kind of music do you like? Oh, girl, I grew up in the theater, so I love me some show tunes. And the motto that I had growing up, I don't even know where I heard this. It's probably stitched on a pillow in my grandmother's house. But it, it was always, if you can't say it, sing it. And I think that's what's so beautiful about music is whenever the emotions are just so heightened and you don't know how to get those words out, you just start singing them and all of a sudden it makes sense. I think my saying would be, if you can't say it, lip sync it. Because nobody wants to hear me sing. Well, I thought yours was, if you can't sell it, you're going to sit on it. Well, yeah, well, sometimes I'm just trying to just give it away. It's been on clearance, girl. I can't even, I can't even sell it to sit on it. This is not a good $5 bid. Yeah, she is discount. <laughs> Direct to DVD. Girl, she's like on cassette, speaking of music. She's like, what? oh, vinyl. She's on vinyl. What was the very first album that you owned and was it like a vinyl an eight track a cassette tape a cd what was it well my grandparents already had a ton of music on like cassette Mm -hmm. so i didn't really ever buy music when i become of the age of wanting to buy music it's when cds had just came out Mm -hmm. and my grandmother bought me um several different cds the first one was matchbox 20 now for those kids out there a cd is a compact disc recording (laughs) it's ancient technology and then she bought me little richie i don't know why maybe because like he's a flamer and was like okay well you'll little rich a little richard little richard little richard i was like who is little richie little richard and little richie was from family matters (laughs) and but my first album that i ever bought was destiny's child's first album that that i bought myself i had saved up my allowance to buy it my very first um piece of music that i owned was kokomo by the beach boys And it was on a cassette tape. And I was obsessed with that song because I had heard when I was really young. um, Remember the trolls would do like the live action little videos and stuff. Uh They sang Kokomo. So I became obsessed with it. And my uncle Jeff, um, he thought that it would be a fun idea to wrap it in a series of progressively large boxes. So, girl, I get this box. It's like this big. I'm like, oh, I finally got something big. This will be a good present. I rip open. There's another box. And then another box and another box. There's like 10 boxes. And I finally get down to this teeny tiny little cassette tape. And I played that thing until it wouldn't play anymore. I remember cassette tapes. I used to record music from, like, the radio. Yeah, me too. I used to record episodes of Saved by the Bell <laughs> on the cassette tape because we did a lot of like road trips for my parents' work when I was younger. So I would just pop pop on my Walkman and I would pop the tape and I would just listen to these episodes over and over and over again. I think that's probably why I'm still obsessed with Saved by the Bell. It really kept me company on a lot of those terrible family trips. But the very first piece of music that I bought was the Tina Turner Best Of compilation compact disc recording from McDonald's. What? They sold discs at yes, McDonald's? Yes, this was some big promotion they were doing. It was like 
uh, 94, 95. I don't remember. Um, but they had, there was like a Garth Brooks one, an NSYNC. No, not NSYNC. They weren't really big then. But Backstreet, not Backstreet Boys. Uh, uh, New Kids um, on the Block. New Kids. Oh, 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 oh. Yes, them. Uh, uh, uh. Um, so it was all these compilation CDs. And I fell in love with Tina Turner from What's All Got to Do With It from the uh-huh. movie. Yeah. So I went and I bought that. It was $5 with your value meal. <laughs> Well, the, okay, so this isn't really music, but it has to do with a cassette tape. My sister used to make me play with her with Barbies. Uh-huh. And I liked playing with Barbies, just not with her, because she was really mean. She was six years <sighs> older than me, and she was just hateful. My sister's 10 years older than me. And she used to record our playtime with Barbies, and... I remember playing back one of the cassettes and she was just yelling at me, just yelling at me. I was, I was like sitting there crying because I didn't want to play. I didn't want to play with Ken. I wanted to play with Barbie. You wanted to be Barbie. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, I had that cassette take for a while. And then that I recorded over it with music. That was good blackmail too. Like you should have kept it. I should have. Yeah. That would have been great. <laughs> and then of course, like I always sang, I sang through theater. I sang you know, in the church choir. I started singing my own songs when I got older. So music's always been a very passionate part of my life. Yeah. I mean, I um, love to make noises with my throat, but just it's never translated to music. I mean, I have an album, but. She is very auto-tuned. You could be a Tibetan monk. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, our guests today are actually very talented vocalists. This is a a very talented band, and I cannot wait to hear the dish. Our first guest today is a really amazing band. Um, I've listened to their music all day yesterday, and it's super fun, and I can dance to it. Late guest at the party. Hi. Hi. Hey. Hi. Hi. You How look you so excited. Always. <laughs> <laughs> so we have with us we have Beth and Renzo from the band. We are we're missing one of you. Who's who are we missing? Gabriella. 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 Yeah. Unfortunately, couldn't couldn't make it. Today. Our bass player. Yeah. Oh, he was getting trade. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think he knows what that means, but <laughs> that's totally fine. <laughs> Renzo, are you not a uh, part of the LGBT community? No, but I'm really supportive. Yeah, okay. <laughs> so you're the A in the LGBTQIA plus. He supports me, so uh, that's good. <laughs> that's good. So, Beth, you are part of the LGBT yes. community. Yeah, tell us more about y'all. Uh, what in what way? Well, I know that you you guys the band started um back in 2002, correct? Correct. But Beth, you didn't start with the band till 2016. Yeah, just about. Yeah. How did that happen? How did you become like a a band together? Do you want to talk about Italy time first? We want to talk prehistoric. Yeah, (laughs) tell us. Ooh, we want the backstory, the (laughs) tea, the gods. The band started in Italy. Yes, we were all from Italy, and then. we toured a lot in uh, Europe, and uh, with time, we had some interest in the U.S., specifically in New York, and our producer was from here, so then we decided to move, to make it really brief, so we decided <laughs> all to move here, and um, some of us didn't make it. <laughs> uh, me and Gabriele, we are still from the original band, but then we met Beth, and uh, she's now our vocalist. 
Yeah. This is the really condensated Easter. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we like I love that. Now, so you're from Italy, which is, I, I did recognize an accent. I thought you were Southern, <laughs> but apparently you're southern. from Italy. Maybe so. Southern Italy. <laughs> I don't know. Bro, I, go, I go to Olive Garden, I get the tour of Italy. So I feel like I've been from one point to the next. I love Italian things. Um, fashion, leather, food. Men. Men. I love Italian sausage. <laughs> Yeah. This podcast is sponsored by Cloud Optimizer. As a business owner or IT manager, are your cloud investment costs going up and you don't know why? It's time for Cloud Optimizer. As you migrate your business to the cloud, what you're spending and why you're spending it can get a little hazy. But Cloud Optimizer clears up the mystery and puts the cloud to work for you. Cloud Optimizer starts by analyzing usage patterns, right-sizing resources, leveraging discounts you may not be aware of, implementing automation, and much more. And by reducing unnecessary expenses and maximizing performance, Cloud Optimizer guarantees you a savings of five times what you spend for their service. As you utilize cloud-based services more and more, you don't have to lose sight or control of your spend. You can stay agile, streamline your costs, and optimize your performance, plus save significant money with Cloud Optimizer. Make the cloud work for you with Cloud Optimizer. Get a free assessment and find out how much you can save by going to cloudoptimizer.com. Go to cloudoptimizer.com for your free assessment. That's cloudoptimizer.com. So you 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 put the band together in Italy, and then you decided to make the big move to come over to America as kind of, a, it was like a big move for the career. Yes. And then you yes. stumbled into this gorgeous Beth over here and decided to bring her into the, the fold. Actually, what are your pronouns, right. Beth? I don't want to... Uh, Beth or they, whatever is... Convenient. Beth or they. Okay, great. We should have asked that beforehand. I'm going to call you that. I mean, I'm like... I don't even... My boyfriend is a trans uh, drag queen and we're both very much on the same line and we hang out with gay men all the time. So like her and he and they and whatever <laughs> her he they I'm, I'm the same way call me anything as long as you're calling me and paying me exactly. i call my dad she do you time, which is probably why he doesn't call me back <laughs> like whatever's comfortable in the moment so how did okay so how did this become a thing beth were you doing music as a yeah. band before like, you met them renzel told the late guest backstory um i was in a punk band in new jersey for a long time and it was a lot of fun, but the the band, like, they all wanted to go to college, basically, and start those lives. So. How dare they? <laughs> what? <laughs> you have a band. I, like, I want to go on tour. I want to live out of a van. Who wants to join me? And then, Exactly. Make music, not good decisions. <laughs> yeah. Why do you want a career? Why do you want a college degree? What's going on? Um, so I started working with the same producer that they came from Italy for. Uh, and then we just met and kept working together and I did one song with them and they put it out and then they were like, do you want to sing with us live? We don't have a singer. And I was like, can I just join the band and do everything? Do you want to sing with us forever? Yeah. 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 <laughs> can I just do it with you. I missed, I missed being in a band after leaving my punk band. They said, Hey, we've got a van and we're willing <laughs> to drive you anywhere in the world. There's yeah, puppies please. and candy inside. We played Italy, but I, I want to go on tour. So that's still like number one goal. Well, your sound is different than punk. So it must have been yeah. a big transition from your old band to what you are now. You're like electronic pop, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like 90s, uh, 90s vibe. For sure. I think that was just like a marriaging of Renzo's production and influences and like my big voice. Because even in a punk band, I was still like pop punk. Like pop music is so integral to me. To me. 
so it, it just I we kept trying to figure out what sound we wanted and it, it landed in in like the 90s dance. <laughs> so did you have to audition or was it just like an offer like, hey, you come and sing with us forever and ever and ever or we want you to do this or maybe you should like, mm, I don't know, sing us happy birthday or something. Well, he was playing drums for my brief solo pop career um, already. So we were already working together. And like I said, I missed having a band after just like a, a few years. So it was just perfect. Good timing. I, I really don't believe much in auditions. I, I just like <laughs> it was so perfect. Like that was so perfect. And then, yeah, you know, like it's it yeah. hit correctly. And then yeah. we, we he's joined. like a big brother to me. And I have yeah. three brothers, but, you know, <laughs> the more the merrier. <laughs> How tall are you? Uh, almost six feet. Almost six feet. Almost six. I'm like five seven, like an average. Oh, that's actually kind of a. That's not too bad. I'm the tiny one always. Yeah, I mean, you. Well, your hair is really tall, so. Well, yeah, and so are my dreams. <laughs> They're big. Yeah, you got heels and hair. You're good. <laughs> not today. <laughs> that's kind of like how um, Ginger and I started this podcast together because uh, I had a podcast previous to this one. This is a new one that we're starting, yeah. and Ginger was um, a guest frequently on my podcast and then I stopped doing it for a while and when we decided to start back I was like let's do it together and so that's kind of we started our own band we just don't yeah. sing well I do you do sing you I do. Do. <laughs> it's way more fun to work with people right especially when you have like we have a really good relationship like we've been working together for like yeah. eight years now so have y'all ever had like a breakup like all bands do I don't nope. think we will ever break up. <laughs> That's it will great. never That's be. Great. Like that. I've had band breakups in the past, and I've seen other musician friends go through band breakups, and they do often feel like a breakup. And I just don't think we would ever do that to each other. It <laughs> would just be like a you go do what you want, I'm doing what I want. Great, love you, have a good time. Well, Renzo, are you out of college? Are you out of school completely? I'm out of school completely. Yeah. Okay. All right, wonderful. <laughs> so you're good to go. This band is not breaking up. I'm actually yeah. in online school now, so I can do it wherever I want it. Okay, so that's good. At least there's that. At least, you know, you're you're being a little bit more responsible, but yet you're you're not like kicking your dreams completely off to the side. So tell us what influenced your band's music today, like as a whole, now that Beth is part of the band, what what influences the music? Well, um, well, it's really like a, a connection of our two different worlds. Uh, I'm really influenced, obviously, by Euro dance and music in general. Uh, Italo disco that turned into house music, especially Chicago house music, which I'm a really big fan. So uh, let's say that musically, there's a lot of Euro dance, uh, but then on the lyric side and on the final touches there's a lot of uh, american yeah house yeah. which we both love i yep. think maybe yeah, you it's, it's better, a, but. your music is great i was listening to Thanks. it all yesterday just to make sure that i got really familiar coming into this interview and it's so, it's so dancey it's so fun like i, I was like yeah. in my bed i was like oh yeah i'm getting it i'm having a <laughs> dance party well, that's that's really kinky and a little bit too much information, but I agree. I had a lot of, you know, I had a lot of fun with all my personalities. We were having a blast. <laughs> it's a great time for you and all your personalities at home, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, we've had to make friends with all of our personalities throughout <laughs> quarantine. I've had or else we would never have survived. 
Yeah, I've had plenty of dance parties with my roommate's cat and just listening to our tracks. So, <laughs> how, how has that been um, having a band and trying to survive through a pandemic? Like, uh, you made an album. Uh, you made you even made music last year. So how how was that through? Huh? Always making music. Yeah. So how was that making music through a pandemic? So luckily, we're actually in our studio right now. Um, we rent a, a space outside of our houses and we practice here and we write here and Renzo lives here, basically. We might as well have a couch and a bed for him. Um, but yeah, we were blessed. We already we already had this space going into the pandemic and um, shared it with a few people and some of those people dropped off, but we still kept the space for ourselves. Um, and it's a blessing. Like It's so easy and comfortable to go into another home, kind of. Now, do you get a discount on the space because it's on fire? (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Yes. We get the fire discount. We just leave it on fire all the time. Now, I do have to say that, like, for for myself, I don't know if Trinity would agree, but I found the pandemic, even though I couldn't go out and travel and do the things that I typically do for my work, it did force me to become a lot more creative with the resources that I have around me. So I I recorded two albums last year. Like, I just sat down (laughs) and started writing music and looking around at things that I could use to create something new. A, with no money, because I wasn't making any money. Yeah. And B, just to keep myself from going crazy yeah. i mean i had a closet studio that i made for myself growing up so i understand <laughs> a sliding door and i just kept it closed and my dad had um soundproofing in the basement and i just made it and ran a cable out from under it and he was like great <laughs> yeah i feel like going through this past year you you have to be creative with with yeah. what you if, if you're um your job is not something you can necessarily just do from home. Like you have to figure out a way to make it work. And, um, mm-hmm. you know, your job is not that far off from what we do. Like it's a creative artistic job. Um, so yeah, you have to, you have to figure, you have to figure it out. So yeah. that's great. Now, Beth, because you're part of the LGBT community and Renzo, you are uh, an ally. How does your music coincide with, um, with that, do you do you do any activism? Have you performed for for any fundraisers or anything like that? I still uh, joke with my friends about doing. They had a, a show. It was like the Who's Who show. So it'd be like Who's uh, Macy Rodman, Who's Church, which are like Brooklyn artists, and we played on the Who's Church show. And uh, my roommate runs these shows, and I still want to do a Who's Late show and then make it a Planned Parenthood fundraiser. So <laughs> that would be great. That would be really cool. Yeah. <laughs> we'll do something. Yeah. I, I'll be a backup dancer. I, I would say backup singer, but girl, you don't want to hear me sing. I'll do the backup singing. She'll do the backup dancing. Yeah. <laughs> um, we'll both do hair and makeup for all of you. Renzo, you're going to be in wig. Yeah. Yeah. You need, I need you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you have the cheekbones. I think you'd be gorgeous. There you go. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> yeah. A little bit here. <laughs> just a little bit it's a pin now that things are starting to open back up are you all planning on touring soon uh, yeah we're looking we're looking at where is opening right now we're um brainstorming what artists we would dream of maybe going on with and sending our people out to try and make those things happen yes. so uh yeah the world's opening up and we we had already had a goal of doing like a 2021 Euro tour and then just had to kind of forget about it. But yeah, if someone's touring Europe and wants us, 
tell us. We'll be there. <laughs> I think what I want to know and what everybody listening wants to know is since you, you are based in Italy, like this is where the band comes from. Do you have aspirations of Eurovision? Oh my gosh, that would be amazing. <laughs> I think that would be so good. Uh, yeah, I, I, I would love to go on Eurovision. I don't think it will happen because we have to go through the Italian uh, uh, reviews first, which are really old fashioned in terms of mm-hmm. music, ta- music taste. But I would love to. I would love so to. So there's like a long process to be able to even be considered yeah, for we, Eurovision? We need to create a song that is really uh, on an Italian uh, uh, standard, let's yeah. say, to, in order to make it slowly to Eurovision. Yeah. <laughs> we have to win Italy first and then. Good I've actually been so it's like a pageant. <laughs> oh yeah, and I've been in writing sessions for people trying to write Eurovision songs, and it is like, how do we write Bing Bang Bong and make it good? <laughs> oh my gosh, <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious! So you you made a Drag Race reference, so you're a, yeah, yeah, a yeah. fan of the show? Yeah, absolutely. I um, my good friend and my my partner's roommate made some clothes for Candy Muse this last uh, season. My boyfriend was grommeting pockets for the pocket dress for like days. Oh my god! Oh my god! For, for which for which one? For who? The pocket look for Candy. Oh gosh! Yeah, the one that got torn apart. Even but Candy I'm was like, "Girl, I hate so this." I liked it so much. Love, yeah. yeah. They put so much effort into that, and it just got just torn apart. Just, well, girl, it doesn't help with the person wearing it standing there going, "I know I look like garbage. <laughs> I know this looks like shit." I was like, "Girl." Own it. I thought it was good. Yeah, <laughs> Pinwheel. Pinwheel was just happy with all the love and support that people were putting out, and like loved Candy's photo. Thought it was brilliant. Like, if you're not comfortable in it, I'm not going to force you to wear it. You know, like so happy that she made that choice. So, well, speaking of Drag Race, you have uh, worked with Honey Davenport, who's a, a Drag Race yeah. queen before, right? Yeah, yeah. We just did a remix with Honey. It was a lot of fun. That's cool. Yeah. You've also opened for a couple of uh, big name artists. Uh, can you tell us who they were and like, how was your experience with that? Yeah. Well, uh, we did uh, back in the days, uh, we did Hot Gossip. <laughs> uh, I don't know if you remember that band. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and it was amazing. And uh, they were really supportive. We had, I got to play their drums actually. And uh I'm sorry if I kind of trashed them. The, the <laughs> and they had to play after us, but they were really understanding and they were totally fine with that. But um, I think, yeah, that was one of the big names that we, we got to play to. And then we did in the past a remix for Phantogram uh, with our old producer. This uh-huh. connected us together. Yeah. But uh, they always been really supportive from... Like from an outsider band, let's call it mm-hmm. this way, you know, like coming from Italy and like joining, trying to join the scene. Uh, it was absolutely amazing working with these two bands, at least. Yeah. Now, is is majority of your fan base in Italy or is it, it kind of just migrated all over? It's migrating right now. Yeah. Uh, currently. I mean, migrating. literally a lot of their friends from Italy moved to Brooklyn and come to a lot of our shows. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> No, but also, yeah, it's it, we have more and more listeners yeah. uh, growing in, in, in here. In and it's US. digital now. Like, I think since I joined the band, most uh, followings have been universal and kind of global. And 
like when Russia joined Spotify, we were surprised at our streams in Russia. We were like, wait, who's listening to us? Oh, in gosh, in Russia, cool. that's cool. Yeah. yeah. Well, and after but this interview, like you'll get... Yeah, after this, you'll get at least two more listeners. Yeah, maybe three. Maybe three. <laughs> <laughs> we don't know what our poll is yet. I mean, it'll be, you know, two of us, I'll, we'll each listen. We'll to each ourselves. listen. My husband will listen. Yeah, so that's, that's three. three. There's the three. Thank God. Yeah. I mean, three loyal listeners. That's a great grab. I'm into yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> now isn't that something interesting though like when spotify does get picked up here there and everywhere you don't assume that the, the music that you've put out will even connect or reach an audience that's across the world and then all of a sudden you're most popular in in like a place like russia or uh, australia or some place where it's literally just the opposite end of the earth from you how did this happen? Who picked <laughs> us up? We had a, a like a, a big DJ in the Netherlands, like put us on his mix once. And we we're like, okay, cool. Yeah, great. Whenever you want us, Netherlands, let's go. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that, it, 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 to speak to Ginger's point, that's crazy. Do you guys know the band um, Erasure? They were really big in the 80s. Yeah. So I used to tour with them as a drag queen backup dancer. So like I said, I, it's not far off. I can do that for y'all too. Hello. <laughs> um, and so they were from Europe, but surprise, surprisingly majority of their fan base was in South America. Like they yeah. were humongous, huge. When I traveled with them, wasn't that long ago. And they were from the, their hits were in the eighties. They, um, they were huge in uh, Colombia and in Chile. When we went to Chile, people were like rocking the van. That's how many people were outside the van. I was like, oh my God, this is crazy. So um, yeah, you really don't know where your fan base is going to land until, you know. I mean, that happens to me every time I eat at a Chili's. <laughs> you mean, you mean um, every time you eat at a Chili's, that's what your toilet does. It <laughs> no, girl, it's the, the weights that rock me into the van. <laughs> I like chicken crispers. What can I say? So um, tell us um, some embarrassing moments. Y'all been together for a while. Like uh, that's a long time that your band has been together. So there's got to be like at least one good embarrassing moment story. Well, uh, I feel like what he finds embarrassing, I don't think is embarrassing at all. And what I find <laughs> embarrassing, he's like, whatever, nothing. <laughs> there's nothing there. Just well, keep going. A moment that for me was really embarrassing was, I mean, it was, I'm sorry, it wasn't with you, but it was with our previous singer, but it's still related to the band. We were playing live and a um, small DIY venue here in New York. Not so many people, but uh, probably 20 people in the audience, so not a big crowd. <laughs> but uh, the the singer did a couple of steps back and completely fall, fell on my drums. And, and I've I didn't, I wasn't even looking, but you know, <laughs> I found myself jamming. drumming on my singer. That was pretty embarrassing. That well, was, is that why they quit? Is that why they girl, quit? That's why they the yes. He hit me with drumsticks. What am I supposed to do? Probably. <laughs> is there any like. Not, not bad. <laughs> no. Is there any drama? Not with us. I Like I said, he's like my brother. So if we yeah. ever get mad at each other, we're over it in a second. Like, we're so easy to work together um 
and and it's true we always say no there's no drama but it's real yeah like, there's, there's real <laughs> no it's great drama. i always said being in a band is like dating a bunch of people and so i dated like three dudes in my punk band and it was so exhausting but it's more <laughs> like a sibling relationship and it's great it's like you do what you need to do i'll do what i need to do we come together we make cool music great. also i i think we are getting to a little a different age where we're not you know like uh 20s or something and yeah. we're like you know we can deal with our uh, problems <laughs> if there's any problem we can just talk and that's, yeah that's no drama at all yeah. that's <laughs> good that's that's how, really good how old are you 38 38 yeah 29 29 oh, that's, yeah, that's a good one to the 30s all right so here when is I'm your never birthday 30 covid took me back a year so i'm so sorry <laughs> <laughs> when is your birthday november 8th November 8th. Okay, so this is what I tell all of my friends that are going into their 30s. I never thought it would happen to me, but literally, like, um, you didn't know you were going to go in your 30s? No, well, I didn't think I'd make it there, honestly. <laughs> no, but um, literally, like, two days after I hit 30, things started hurting on my body that I never knew existed. And I was in much better shape then. So I'm just going to say stock up on as much ibuprofen as you can. <laughs> And um, the acetaminophen, and you want to alternate those on days, or it'll give you a stomach ache. But really, stock up on those. I uh, I got a jump start on that. I had back surgery last year, so. Um, oh, so you're an old pro. <laughs> yeah, I, you know, I um speaking to the whole pain thing. Yeah, like my knees were killing me. Start like in my late twenties, early thirties. But I did expect that. I, you know, I. Uh, I spent a lot of time. I spent a lot of time there on my knees. <laughs> it is the only thing she hasn't had replaced. <laughs> yet. That that's the next surgery. Right before this interview, we were talking about chiropractors. So yeah. we just, yeah, yeah. We're, you know, we, I was talking about a chiropractor. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. They're amazing, aren't they? I'm scared. Love them. Love yeah. them. Scare me. They save. I mean, you don't have to get an adjustment if you don't want to. They have plenty of other treatments so they can do. No, you know what really freaks me out is the acupuncture. Oh, I love it. <laughs> oh, I can't. Oh, my gosh. No, one SNL skit. <laughs> and, um, oh, gosh. No, there's just blood everywhere. I was like, okay, I probably amped up. But no, I'm not doing that. I, I like um, acupuncture. I've never had that done. Um, uh, uh, getting adjusted. I, the, the first time I ever had my neck adjusted, though, was really freaky. And I, I thought they were going to break my neck, but they didn't. And it felt really good. So. Luckily, I don't have a neck, so I've never had to worry about that. <laughs> so um, what are your future goals? What, like, what are some upcoming goals that you really want to achieve with your band? Definitely tour. I mean, I've been waiting since I left my punk band to go on tour, so long time waiting for me um we're working on an album but we're just always writing so it's just like we're trying to speed up that process a little bit so we have more <laughs> songs for a larger release um continuing to work with people renza produces for people and has fun for with people. it <laughs> I yeah. produce for people for people um yeah. i like like i love including other writers in our process so yeah. we've worked with some really cool vocalists and uh, songwriters Mostly I take care of the lyrics and melody and Renzo writes the tracks and maybe I'll like help move things around or like add a sound, but mm -hmm. Renzo takes a, a, a big part of the track writing and then gives me songs to work on. Is it hard for you guys to agree on what kind of music that you're like the direction you want your songs to go in? Um, 
No, because uh, there's a bunch of songs, a lot of songs, <laughs> a lot of tracks. Then Beth chooses two of them, and then you know we agree. Those are fine. Yeah. The, the secret is just preparing a lot of tracks, and then she can go and like pick the yeah. the ones that are good for her and for for Beth, and then we take it from there. Yeah. And slowly yeah. guiding them. Yeah. And you just came out with an album called Classic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Okay. And so if, if people are looking for your music, where can they find you? I mean, Spotify primarily, but uh, I love Bandcamp. So go to Bandcamp and buy it there if you want to own it. Um, I don't know. I think people should own their music still. Uh, you know, Deezer, whatever you use. What are the, all the Shazamas, if you don't know? And you have Instagram or Facebook, Twitter, OnlyFans. What, 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 what do you have? Christian Mingle. <laughs> Not only fans yet, but I'm kidding. Um, LGATP because late guest at the party is too long. So LGATP. Okay. Um, and that will get you. You'll find us. Yeah. It'll you'll get you us everywhere. on Instagram. If you Google it, it will bring you wherever we are. Nice. Nice. Well, um, I'm super excited to see what you pull out soon if you're working on another song. Well, I'm, I want to know quickly like you just released this album called classic uh-huh. and you're working on a brand new album right now yeah. what's the difference in that what's the, the the tone shift is it a different message different sound uh sonically uh it's gonna be more rough i uh, we want to try to bring it yes <laughs> we like to really the source of just one single sound even if there's just one kick drum and vocals it's mm-hmm. fine it doesn't need to have a stack of tracks like trying to make it really to the bare bones of a song and really with a rougher sound I would say. yeah yeah is there any like major artist that like your dream collaboration would be oh man well, i mean i so i just i would love to work with lady miss Kier. Ooh, so much so yeah. much really crystal waters or any of the, the oh crystal water ladies of 90s dance yes yeah. i love it i love 90s dance music I actually before i um looked up your music and listened to it i was just that's what was on my pop my spotify now is is 90s dance music or late 80s early 90s dance music yeah mm-hmm. I, I that's what i listen to when i'm like washing the dishes i've been listening <laughs> to yacht rock Yacht rock? What is that? Yeah, I didn't even know it was a thing. <laughs> what is that? Girl, it's just all 80s and 90s music. Yacht yeah. rock. I got I into yacht rock because of the band Yacht. I like looked up the band Yacht and it brought me to Yacht Rock. And what am I listening to? This isn't Yacht, but I like it. <laughs> so is, is that why it's called Yacht Rock? No, there's just a, a oh. like electro pop band called Yacht that I love as well. And I just ended up there one day. Well, like, we're going to go follow them and listen too. I don't know why. Why would it be called Yacht Rock? Maybe because like the people that were it's listening just, to it back in the 80s are now own like yachts. And- girl, it's just old oh. white people on a boat. Yeah. Listening yeah. To music. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, oh, Yacht Rock. The venue in the Hamptons, the, the, the surf shack. So many oh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, well, well, um, thank you so much for coming on our podcast. And I hope that you both, all three of you, have great success with your band and your new album and the one that you're working on now. Um, it sounds really fun. We'll be listening. 
great. Thank you. So I have Thank one you. more quick question before we go, Renzo. Now you've talked about you were you beat up somebody else's drums. You started <laughs> drumming on your old lead singer. Are are you animal from the Muppets? I mean, that's really what I want to know. <laughs> Probably. Yeah. yeah, I have that yeah. soul. I have that in my soul. Give me a little drum. Like show me. Show our, our viewers. Oh, oh, oh my gosh. <laughs> I, I drum like this. It's very different. Oh. All right. <laughs> See, I wanted to play drums in high school. Uh, my grandmother was like, I was raised by my grandmother, and she was like, oh, you should join the band. I was like, well, I'll join the band if I can play the drums. And she's <laughs> like, no, your sister played the clarinet, so you can have her old clarinet. I said, I'm not doing that. <laughs> if I'm going to blow anything, it's not going to be a clarinet. <laughs> <laughs> so she turned it into a curling wand. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. Well, thank you both so much thank for coming you. on our podcast today. Yes, it was so nice to meet you. You too. When you guys ever come out to New York, let us know. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, We would love to come see a concert. So we need free tickets. Of course. Well, whenever you go on your headlining international tour, you can bring us as your your backup singer, backup dancer, and maybe we'll be an opening act too. Or or maybe, you know, she could be the bouncer and I could be like the (laughs) the person at the front door that checks checks ID. Yeah, the VIP ID. My dad's going to drive us. He called it like 10 years ago. He's like, I'm your dad. Okay, well, I'm basically your dad, so. (laughs) In a wig. I'm just covered. (laughs) Well, thanks so much. Y'all have a great day. Bye. 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 Thanks so much for listening to Working Girls with Trinity the Tuck. And Ginger Minge. And remember, we do this shit every week. So make sure you come back and give us a listen. (laughs) All right. Talk to you later. We are actuaries. In a world filled with unpredictability, we use our math skills to navigate uncertainty. Actuaries make a difference in people's lives across industries and the world. Actuaries have the freedom to work anywhere. And according to U.S. News & World Report, we're the 25th top-paying career. Make an impact as a fact-seeker and a truth-teller. Use your math skills for good as an actuary. The world needs you.